It's six o'clock. It's Friday. Yeah. It's June. It's Friday. You're at mutinyradio.fm and .sf if you're here in person. Thanks for being here. If you're watching live on the Instagram, no one is yet. That's okay. I can see it from here. Ugh, I hate the future. Uh, but hey, it's upon us, and it's now, and it's exciting, and we have a comedy show for you tonight. Yay, here at, from the Mutiny Radio Studios. We actually we don't have a we don't have a super full list tonight, but that's okay. I mean, we'll just be here, and I'm sure everyone else has other things to do. Uh, you know what? Speaking of that, our first comedian, he does have other things to do because he's off. It's not you, Joe. We're going to put up JW. Because he is going off to OMG where he's on a show at 7 o'clock. So we're going to, and it's his first time ever being on a show. So, yeah, he's a new comic, and he's also a musician, and he has a show here at Mutiny Radio from 4 to 6 every Friday called the JW Megawag Show. And you can see him in the band shell, and he does all kinds of great things. He's part, He made up Tiki Desk uh, fame, and you get to see him here now. Put your hands together for JW Blunt. Yay! Oh, yeah. Weekend. Weekend is here. Very exciting. Happy Pride, everyone out there. And that usually crushes at other places. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I've been in the city now for 10 years. 10 years. Got my first keys to my apartment in the Tenderloin, 2013. I got the keys to my apartment. I remember I was with a, a girlfriend. We were walking up Polk Street. And somebody was like, Crystal, Crystal. And I was like, well, my name's not Crystal, and her name's not Crystal. And then I put it together that he was trying to sell me Crystal. I was like, oh, man, this is home sweet home. And, uh, yeah, my first year uh, in the city, I brought my mom to Folsom Street Fair, uh, thinking it was a farmer's market. Um, we never did find the vegetables that uh, we were looking for. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, do you, does anybody here know the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian? One of them has friends. <laughs> but the thing about that is that two vegans get in a fight, is that considered beef? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm a I love pets. Does anybody here have any pets? I got some pets over here. i you have a pet. What kind of a pet? Cat. I love a cat. Almost adopted a little kitty the other day. I'd love to have um a pet, but unfortunately, my landlord and my building, they don't allow pets, but it came with a mouse. <laughs> so do I get to keep the mouse? I'm trying to figure out a name for it. Yeah, on a little cage. Also, I mean, like a lot of times when you have a pet, they have a security deposit on the, the pet. So if it's a six-ounce mouse, then what I, is it like an extra like 25-cent security deposit? <laughs> Anybody coming out here from uh, the East Bay? We spare Sacramento, though, huh? Wow, wow, it's up there. Spent some time in uh, some Oakland and someone uh, in Oakland, my Lake Merritt, and I found out that actually they don't call it an, uh, an open container in Oakland; they call it an Oakland container. So you bring anything you want, and then uh, yeah, just here and in Hawaii. Did you know it's uh it's illegal to laugh loudly? Yeah, you have to keep it to aloha. <laughs> yeah, so being the single doing single the single thing, it's kinda strange, you know. I uh 
I was sitting up at the bar the other day, and somebody came up to me. This girl came up to me. She asked me if I had a girlfriend, and I said no. Then she asked me if I had a boyfriend, and I said no. I said I was by myself. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I don't know. I I literally meant that I was by myself, but I think she took it the other way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Salesforce Tower is so funny. Like on my Instagram thing, I'm not much of a you know techie or anything, but I had this uh, picture of this um, the Salesforce Tower on my story, and there's people all over the you know that are viewing it like, oh, that's such a great building. It was just like that's so funny. Everyone says that building looks like a dick. <laughs> In that case, like if uh, if the Salesforce Tower is a dick, then what is the the Coit Tower a butt plug? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, my friend's, you know, my friend's brother, you know, has this construction company. We're talking about it. And, and someone was saying, you know, the girl likes a guy that can lay down some hard wood. That didn't land. All right. <laughs> uh, so it's a really awkward thing when you go somewhere and you know somebody, but you know them like it's some like far off kind of thing. So there was this, this guy, he was just my friend's, so my friend's girlfriend's brother. And I saw this guy at a nightclub. And I'm just like, I would go up to him and be like, hey, do you remember me? I'm your your sister's boyfriend's friend. Do you remember me? Oh, that's not killing it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so you know the one difference, or you know the, sorry, I, I got it. Yeah, I'm wrapping it up right now. But you know uh, the one time a truck driver's a rock star? When he's hauling oats. J.W. Blunt, everyone. He's going to go do his first showcase ever at OMG on a Friday. Speaking of showcases, hey, people in the listening San Francisco area, we got a free show on Sunday at Hotel Utah, 6 o'clock. It's going to be amazing. Uh, your next comedian drove all the way from Sacramento. That's amazing. He must He'd be the richest man in the world, or maybe he's one of those Beverly Hillbillies and he's got all the oil and he's got it in his truck. Put your hands together, everybody, for the very funny joke on you. Hey, give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Good times mutiny. JD, you got to learn how to unwind that. Good luck on your show, though, man. I don't know why I drive all the way down here. I'm having a hard time telling my jokes around the bay anymore. I'm put on notice. I want to tell jokes around here. I want to tell jokes in the Bay Area. There's some stuff you can't say, some stuff you can't say, and stuff you have to say. I've been put on notice. Like, I've been informed that I should no longer use the feline vernacular to refer to the female genitalia. Can't say the P word. Got my own P word. Twinkle pie. Twinkle pie. Twinkle pie. I'll try to stick to twinkle pie. Hear me slip up and say the P word. Before you open your mouth, think that if you open your mouth, you're going to get the Peter Piper pick the pack of pimple 
peppers. <laughs> That's how I'm going to give you. Can't say the P word. And if you want to tell jokes in the Bay Area, the stuff you have to do. You want to tell jokes here, you got to admit, you're at least just a little bit curious. A bit curious. Happy Pride Week month. <laughs> curious. Everybody's curious during this month. Yeah. Okay. I'm out like you guys. I'm trying to get some dates, trying to hook up. Everybody's trying to hook up, right? Now that COVID's winding down, it feels like it's let's make a deal out here. Used to be able to get BJ's pretty easy. Pretty easy. But now the ladies are like, do me first. Do me first. You're running into this? Do me first? I think here's what happened. During COVID, ladies were home. They're doing the math. Starting to count up. They're giving out more orgasms than they're getting back. Yeah, they're checking their get it score. Get it. You want to get more than you're giving out. I had a gal over my house the other night. We're sitting on the couch trying to get around to the subject of sex. I want to get a BJ. She's giving me little hints, pushing my head down, saying, do me first. <laughs> I said, sweetheart, I can't guarantee your satisfaction. Every twinkle pie is like its own hot, juicy little lockbox. Everyone's got their own combination. I'll give it a try. Try to twirl up some magic. I am an old safe cracker from way back. Got a lot of black girlfriends. They know I'm a safe cracker. <laughs> nah, I'm a fair kind of guy. I mean, uh, you clean out my nuts, I'll clean out your fridge. You wash my dishes, I'll wax your pantry. No idea what that means. Hey, I'm Joe Kanyu from Sacramento. Thanks for Mutiny Radio letting me up here tonight. Keep it going for Joe Kanyu. Keeping the patriarchy alive one joke at a time. Fantastic. Absolutely. Someone make him a sandwich. All right. Get in the kitchen stat. Your next comedian. So funny and wonderful. Put your hands together for Wally Hippolito. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That, that was a great lesson in not doing too many drugs, everybody. That last one. That, that was really good, Joe. I like it. Um, it's June now. We're about halfway through the year. We're, we're a year and a half away from an election. You know, you guys realize that? And I'm honestly glad because, like, guys, this, this, this Biden administration has sucked. It's sucked. It's been really bad. It's been, it hasn't only sucked, but it's been boring. Like, it's been so boring that it, even Biden is bored. Like, he got riled up over a fucking balloon a couple months ago. You know what I mean? Like, he sent a $200 million plane to take it down. Like, a pack of darts costs five bucks. You know, 
hit a Patrick Mahomes and fucking Joe Burrow, turn it into an NFL contest. You know what I mean? It's the offseason, and you know the NFL's down to bend over for the military anytime they want it. You know, I'm with it. I'm with it. You know what I mean? But no, this this administration has honestly sucked. It was like I didn't know anybody can ruin an organization more than Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving could, you know? That was uh, okay, that one didn't work. Um the best part about this administration though has honestly been seeing Nancy Pelosi in a bathing suit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she had such filibusters, you know what I mean? It, they were really good. They were really good, honestly. Now we know she wasn't taking a knee because uh for George Floyd, you know, she was taking a knee because she has to rest from those from hanging those fucking knockers over all day, you know? Keep the patriarchy alive, you know what I mean? Keep the patriarchy alive. Uh you but <laughs> But uh, my president, the thing with this administration is my presidential bar is so low, guys. It's low like 35-year-old women looking for a husband low, you know? Oh, nobody understands that. We're all dudes here. Um, but, uh, you know, I, my only requirements for presidents is this. It's you fi learn how to finish your sentences and stay right up on your bike at all times. That's all it is. That's all it is. Did you guys know we just hit a debt ceiling or we just... Um, we just uh, agreed on raising the debt ceiling. Yeah, right, right. And my whole thing is like, every time there's problems with money in this country, it's always we have pro money problems. Like we're under $31 million in debt. It's never we're 80K in debt for student loans. You know what I mean? Like, I have completely forgot that shit. Uh, but anyways, uh, okay. So I, um, I watched Little Mermaid recently. Uh, if you didn't know, Little Mermaid's black now. I don't really like it. I think feel like it's a bad representation for black people because if you didn't watch it, so the first, she grew legs, the Little Mermaid grew legs, and the first thing she did was run to a white dude. That's fucked up, you know what I mean? She's like, oh, you know what? I grew a vagina. Let me put some white dick up in this thing, you know? Like, what the fuck is wrong? She didn't want to start an LLC. She didn't want to go back to school. You know, Dr. Umar is very disappointed right now. I think only Defunk knows who Dr. Umar is, honestly. Um, but <laughs> maybe Ian too. But but I uh, I watched Little Mermaid and I watched Bridgerton and they're very uh, fantastical. It's great representation, honestly. Representation is big. It's big in the world right now, and it inspired me to write uh, a screenplay of my own. So in a couple years, I'm writing uh, the Death Row the Death Row Records story uh, with an all Asian cast, though. You know, I'm just gonna have Joe Coy as Suge Knight. I'm gonna have Aziz Ansari as Tupac, and then um, if I get lucky, we'll have uh, Steven Yoon as Snoop Dogg. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um, I think that's all I have for you guys, man. I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time. Y'all have been great. Wally Hippolito, everyone. Fantastic. So political, Wally. God, that was. I had no idea. I don't even know what a debt ceiling is. Does that have to do with slumlords and renting? What's a debt ceiling? Like, I think I'm under one of those. I don't know how. I pay a lot for rent. Okay. But now we're all going to be have a debt ceiling, not just the people that rent in San Francisco. Uh, I go into debt so I can have a ceiling. Your next comedian, also from Sacramento. Clap your hands together for Defunk. Yay! That was a hell of a song you just brought me up to, wasn't it? Uh, okay. Never want to hear it again. <laughs> How you guys doing? My first time here, man. This is great. 
First time here. This is nice. I like this spot. I really do. Um, mostly dudes in the house tonight, so that's a good thing. Fellas, you ever get your dick sucked from the back? <laughs> as a fat dude? Like, this happened to me the other night. <laughs> it sure did. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. She got in there, and I'm not sure exactly what she was sucking, but it felt good. Like, I have bad knees, too. She was better than cortisone. She was. I'm like, ooh, oh, get it, get it. Pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it, get it, pull it. Fellas, if you've never had this, all right, <laughs> this will change your life. Life-changing stuff happens when you get your dick sucked from the back. I'm just telling you, just, you know, be aware of that because, you know, it does happen. Sure does when you get your dick sucked from the back. Sure does. Oh, man. Hmm? Uh, can you guys hear me all right? Because I don't know if I can. I can't hear myself. So you guys, you guys can hear me? Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Uh, I got caught up in Google. I uh, started going down the wormhole, looking for stupid shit online. Anybody do that here? Raise your hand if you have. I'm not by myself. Good, thank you. Oh, good Lord, I thought I was alone. Uh, <laughs> no, I went down a rabbit hole, and I found out that there are 8 billion people on the planet now. 8 billion people. That is a lot of fucking. It is. <laughs> I blame Viagra and COVID-19. I sure do, because when COVID hit, you can only stay in the house and make babies, right? That's all we could do. I tried Viagra for the first time three weeks ago. Not that I needed it. Just wanted to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes later, I found out. Like a rock. I was, man, I was strong as I could be. Like a rock. I'm telling you, it's great. Went to my ex-girlfriend's house at 95 miles an hour on the back streets. I was just hoping I'd get pulled over either because when you get pulled over, you have to explain what's in your pocket. And who can explain a foot-long hot dog in their pocket? <laughs> yeah, I got to her house. I didn't even ring the doorbell. Just kicked down the door. Bam! I said, here's Johnny. He told me, I'm just not feeling it right now. I'm not ready. I said, well, my dick says otherwise. Let me just put the tip in. The tip? Nah. Needless to say, I spent the next four hours locked in her bathroom by myself. Now I owe her a full lot bottle of lotion and an apology. Yeah, that Viagra is something else. Um, I hate algorithms. <laughs> I hate them. I do, man. I swear. Like, I will put a like on just one half-naked, big-booty girl on Instagram, and <laughs> all of a sudden, my entire feed is half-naked, big-booty women on Instagram. I'm like, what in the hell is this? I can't even pull my phone out in public and check my emails because I look like a damn pervert. I say, to hell with algorithms. Let's change the system. Let's change it up. That's what I say. Change the shit up. All right, well, um, you guys have been great. My socials, uh, where's, oh, there it is. My socials, hit me right now, okay? I'm talking to you. Instagram, defunct the legend at Instagram and Facebook and wherever else, okay? Uh, defunct the legend, thank you guys. Good night. Or should I say good day? Yay. Next time you should use the Viagra when you get your dick sucked from behind. Or you'd, yeah, I bet. Or if you do have the Viagra and then maybe if you jack yourself off, but you do it from behind. I don't know if you can reach or if you bend over and reach around. I don't know if that would be fun. Is, oh, okay. Uh, I know reach arounds never work for me either. 
Your next comedian. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite people on the planet. Clap your hand together for hand. What's wrong with me? Clap your hands, both of them together, for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Um, I tried to have my dick sucked from behind. <laughs> it, it didn't work. So, so I'm here. Thank you. Do you know how hard it is to get things done when you're a lazy piece of shit? When you're a lazy piece of shit, you don't like to move. Moving is effort, and effort is bad. When you're a lazy piece of shit, you must abide by certain rules, though. It's not all free-form fun and games. There are rules. For instance, to be a reliable lazy piece of shit, you must consistently arrive late to wherever you go. And that takes some ingenuity, let me tell you. Another rule states that to qualify to be a lazy piece of shit, you must lie around at least three quarters of the, three quarters of the time, which is like 16 hours. And that takes planning, so it's not easy. And every good lazy piece of shit person will, will know when it's time to call it a day and just go back to bed. Thank you. Uh, I was thinking about random things that people might know given their um, vocation. Like a scientist might have to know physics or math or some other, I don't know what, scientist, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not a scientist. A comedian with an understanding of open mics and book shows has to know or will know things like how to make it up the comedy ladder. There's also an ugly side that you know about anything. Like I imagine a scientist knows something that we don't know that's an ugly side of science. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. But we know that there's an ugly side to comedy, like you have to sit around and listen to dick jokes for endlessly. And uh, all right, all right. Um, now I'd like to take this opportunity to say I'm sorry to Lynn, my roommate in college, because Joni Mitchell really is a god, and I know that now but I didn't know that then. So if you see Lynn from Yukon, circa 1974 to 78, tell her I'm sorry. She was right. And also tell her that I apologize for letting Gus come over that night because I didn't know it was my first time I'd never seen a real erect penis before. I, I can't even look at you guys while I'm saying that. And... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get her in trouble or wake her up, get her in trouble with her parents. And so that's two apologies to Lynn from Yukon, circa 1974-78. And if you see Gus from Yukon, circa 1974-78, tell him I said, piss off. Thank you. All right, I don't know if I have time to do the eyebrows, so I'll just give him time. But I, oh, 
Get ready. Okay. I have, thank you. I have one good eyebrow and one that's trying to yep, catch up. And I have one good eye and one that can't read. But the good eye has the bad eyebrow and the bad eye has the good eyebrow. And you're just going to have to guess which is which. But this wreaks havoc with my OCD and sense of balance. I can't tell you. I'm like always, I'm whatever. The bad eyebrow makes me look unfinished, like God didn't have time and said, oh, fuck it. She's got the one. A little Maybelline will fix that. What's life if not a challenge? And I said, I accept your challenge, God, but I will not put Maybelline on like some common floozy. No, I will instead hide behind some oversized pair of Ray-Bans. And God was not to be undone by this wannabe lesbian. And she said... She said, I'm taking away your sight and your other eye. Go forth, sinner, and forever struggle to appear normal with your one good eye. Good luck trying to pass your driver's license renewal test now. Yes, God can be a fuck. All right, thank you very much. Lauren Corout, everyone, and her new children's book, When You're a Lazy Piece of Shit. That's going to be... Incredible. I can't wait for Chronicle Books to come out with when you're a lazy piece of shit. It's just like when you give a mouse a cookie. It's just much better with real life lessons. Uh, your next comedian, I don't know his name, but he's the other comic from Sam Sacramento. Put your hands together for the other comic from Sacramento. Yay! Name's Brent Buddha, by the way. Yeah. What's up, San Francisco? Hey, so I am from Sacramento, um, but don't let my slick Italian presence fool you. I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't realize until recently that you weren't supposed to solicit prostitutes online, and especially in Sacramento. So if you're in Sacramento and you're looking for prostitutes, don't do what I did and look for them online because they overcharge you. They, char they charge you 100 bucks for where you're going to meet. You get there. They charge you 200 bucks in the parking lot, and you haven't even met. They charge you money for the condoms, the beer, the drugs. They charge you for a knocking fee. You end up just walking away and end up getting fucked without getting touched. It's the story of my goddamn life, man. So a little bit about myself. I'm a recovering alcoholic and a stand-up comic, which means I perform a lot in bars. And me trying to... Keep my composure around alcohol is a lot like a Catholic priest trying not to sweat at a playground. You know, all the little temptations are around, but I can't grab them. Because if I indulge, I'm going to fuck something that I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, hey, let me ask any of you guys a question. Any of you guys been on a job interview recently? And the hiring manager says to you, like, hey, you're hired. Welcome to the family. They always got to refer to their workforce as their family. That's really unsettling, isn't it? Especially when you're trying to fuck your coworkers. You know, you're trying to get a little piece of that redhead that works on the counter. You get slapped in the sexual harassment lawsuit. God, it makes my family reunions really awkward. Anyway, I'm actually terrified of anal sex. And I know I don't look like it because it looks like I dunked my head in a bucket of lube. You know, but like, I mean, to me, anal... It's a lot like driving down a bad neighbor, driving, taking a, I fucked that up. It's like driving in your car and turning into a bad neighborhood. I don't fit in. 
Not because I think I'm big, mind you. It's just because if you see any of the skinks that I've hooked up with, their ass always looks like a bad neighborhood. You know, it's barren. It's sad to look at. It's gross. It's dirty. And it got gang banged out before I got there. <laughs> so uh, the other day I was at uh, that Mexican chain restaurant, Ch Ch Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah, I'm, I always hate mispronouncing words or ever using the wrong words to describe something. You know, this is San Francisco. You guys have a reputation for, you know, saying pro proper terminology for things or what's inappropriate to say. So anyway, there was a midget working behind the counter. <laughs> or sorry, th there was a Dinklage working behind the counter, and I gotta t and I gotta tell you. So I ordered my food, and then he asked me what size drink I wanted. Now I really wanted a small but I'm not going to say I want a small in front of this guy. So I ordered a large out of respect. And I, and because, I, you know, that's like, that's like going to Best Buy and the guy behind the counter has Down syndrome and, say, and you're saying I want a smart TV. You're not going to say it. But then I walked away and I thought, that's a little plot of genius having him at the front of the counter because he's guilt tripping people into buying large drinks. That's a dollar twenty-five extra profit for Chipotle because they're not putting him behind. They're not putting him behind the grill. I used to work there. They're not investing into the stepladder that he needs behind the grill, so they're keeping him on the right behind the counter. All right. Well, I'm gonna end with this, but it's a bit. It's a longer bit, but you know, speaking of something that's completely fucked, Disney sucks. Yeah. Disney movies are tanking nowadays, they, and but we have the good ones from the 90s. You know, made our all of our childhoods great, but really when you think about it with how terrible Disney movies are, Disney is a lot like flannel shirts. You know, they were big in the 90s, and now it's just for lesbians. All right, thank you very much. I'm Brent Buddha. Brent Buddha, everyone. Oh, Peter Dinklage is hot. <laughs> Tyrion? Jesus. He's, he's been, how many wars did he survive? He's a hot little man. Uh, you're, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm old and lonely, though. Uh, my bar has gotten very, very low. But um, shh, I get it. He's little. Okay. But mad respect for P Peter Dinklage. Your next comedian is, the bar is very, very high because he's so very tall. Put your hands together, everyone, for Ian Langlands. Yay. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How are we doing? Cool. Uh, I, I just started therapy for the first time. It's a very big deal for me. Uh, but my worst nightmare came true when I got assigned my therapist and said she's really hot. And it's not cool because it affects all the answers to the questions she asked me, you know? It's like, Ian, do you ever get anxious? I'm like, shit, girl, only when I talk to you. I am sometimes when I sit in the session, I feel like it's my worst nightmare from high school. Like sit in a room with a hot girl and tell her all your insecurities. That's what it is every single time. I'm afraid that if I tell her I get panic attacks, she won't go to prom with me. So I'm holding out on that one. She gives me like really hot girl advice too. She's like, she's like, Ian, you just got to wake up every morning and say your daily affirmations in the mirror. So I woke up the next day and I was like, just give me fucking Xanax. That's all I want. That's my affirmation. Um, I, I feel like, I, <laughs> I wish men had more of a bathroom community. Bear with me. I wish, you guys ever hear about the women's bathroom? Dude, it sounds very fun in there, okay? It sounds great, right? You know, like, women are crying, but they're consoling each other. 
they're doing drugs. If I went to the men's bathroom and there was a man crying and doing drugs, I'm averting eye contact at all costs. Not fun in there. Uh, the biggest piece of camaraderie men have in the bathroom is skipping the urinal. You know how we do that? You never go right next to someone when they're using it? I say fuck it. I say just go right next to someone, take a peek, compliment what they got, grab their ass, let's get crazy in the bathroom, you guys. Um, growing up, my dad had a lot of anger issues. Oh my god, my voice is cracking. I'm going through puberty, by the way, guys. Um, my dad had a lot of anger issues as a kid, but it was nice because he never took the anger out on me. I was very grateful for that. He would only ever take the anger out on like arbitrary things and inanimate objects. That was everything. It made me think I was very happy for going up in the time that I did grow up in because I saw him break a plate with his bare hands one time. I was like, I'm so glad it's not 1965 because I would have been that plate, you know? So I'm very grateful. He would yell at the TV mostly. He liked yelling at the TV. That was his favorite thing. He would yell at commercials. That was his thing. <laughs> Didn't matter what the commercial was. The commercial would come out and be like, what the fuck is this Tostitos Scoops bullshit? What? The chips are gay now? What's going on? He would get really specific, too, when he would yell at the commercials, you know? He'd be like, look at that Geico Gecko. I bet he has a bad relationship with his son. I'm like, what are we talking about here, Dad? Let's, let's make it clear. Uh, I went to a gay club for the first time recently. Uh, I'm straight, but it was fun. It was good, and, and I got sexually assaulted for the first time. But I will be honest with you guys, it felt good, okay? It felt good. It just felt good to be wanted, you know what I'm saying? Now, would I have sex with a man at this point in my life? No. But it felt good, you know? It's kind of like if a dog humps your leg. <laughs> you're like, wow, this is gross. I don't want this to happen, but you're lucky that they chose you. You know what I'm saying? And guess what, guys? That one's going directly into the trash, okay? I'm never saying that joke again. Um, I like going to concerts a lot. I like going to rap concerts. Those are my favorite. I'm very out of place at a rap concert. I definitely feel it when they do the call and response. I'm bad at the call and response. I went to this one rap concert and the rapper comes out, he goes, he goes, everybody say fuck police. And I was like, whoa, I've got an uncle in law enforcement. Let's relax here, okay? Fuck most police. Uncle John, he's good, okay? He's, he's a good one. That same concert, the guy, he comes out and he goes, he goes, where are my N-words at? And I raised my hand didn't feel very appropriate. I felt guilty, so I just hopped in the mosh pit and let everyone beat my ass. I felt like that was fair. All right, well, that's all I got. Bye, everybody. Ian Langlands, yay! Yay, thanks for being here, yay! Moving right on down the list. Wow, he, ra he ran right out the door. Does he have a girl? Is there a girl out there who's gonna suck his dick? I'm sorry. That seems to be that seems to be like the theme of the day. If from behind, uh, you're yeah. I'm like now I'm gonna have some images that later I don't know how, how I'm gonna deal with those, but I will. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. GD. Yay! Thanks, Pam. I was really having a bad day. That was a great joke. You ran right outside. Okay, guys. Uh. I'm raising funds for a good cause. Please donate. I will use that money to go to Amsterdam and fuck hookers. <laughs> Understand, I'm single as fuck. Those things, 
I forgot how a vagina used to look like. Yesterday, I was trying to log into some website, and have you seen that proof that you are a human, not a robot? It gave me like identify all the vaginas, and there were some f images of ear as well. So I, I am a robot now. I think. Even in my own fantasy, I see myself masturbating. There is no sex. I am watching porn for revision. I'm on dating apps. Dating apps are not helping. I real I found out that there are so many weird dating apps that using. Like there is a dating app where you can find people who like to dress up as animals. There is a dating app where girls can find guys who are like super rich, millionaires. I don't know why you have an app. Just take a bus to Pacific Heights. There is an app where girls can find guys who are in prison. Did you know that? That name of the app is uh, Women Behind Bars. I actually am making a new app. You can invest in that app. Uh, it will connect people who want to commit suicide and people who want to kill someone. <laughs> Not a joke. It, it will be a killer app, I promise. My life is shitty. I want to die. My life is... <laughs> my, li my life is boring. I want to kill someone. Download killer! Then there's a match, then a murder happens, then this guy goes to jail. Next day he has a visitor. She's using women behind bars, I think. This callback never works. <laughs> I think I'm in uh, need of a wife now. Because divorce is easier than breaking a lease with a roommate. My family's hunting for a girl now because you guys know right how it happens in India I don't for those who don't know India we have arranged marriages so my family has to find a girl for me I won't it's not my job my job is to just take care of myself which also I'm not doing but <laughs> I think trees I li really like trees they give us oxygen they are good for like if there is like a hot sun I can sit under under a tree and if I was a giant, I could use it as a mop. I'm going through a drug addiction problem nowadays. In this tough time, the only blessing is my girlfriend. She's super supportive. She buys the best drugs for me at a cheap cost. Live feedback. Nice! I'm confident now. I like to confuse people. I recently gifted my friend a Rubik's Cube. He's colorblind. I adopted an already adopted child and then sent him to a foster home. Recently a girl told me I can't live without you, so she's dead. My, my cat is pregnant. My dog is missing. I suspect him. Cat fucker. He's, he's better than me, he's getting sex at least. Cat fucker. I used to date a girl in India. She was disabled. She didn't have a heart. She would always talk shit about people, always disrespect everyone. So I fucked her in the ear. I was not able to tell the difference. Come on, I just told you. <laughs> she used to work at Uber, and yet the relationship was not going anywhere. It's a cute joke. 
Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. GG, everyone. Yay. You didn't do your scary face today. I just, um, out of the corner of my eye, I thought I saw, like, something move. So there's, like, a ghost cat back here, by the way. So that's, yeah, that's exciting for me. Um, Josh, you did come back. I was just going to be like, where'd he go? Oh, you were right there the whole time. Oh, that's fantastic. You look so different when you shaved your beard. You looked so different when you had your bucket hat on. You looked like an old man. I'm like, who's the old man here? It was you. Um, but it's lovely to see you. Uh, hey, everybody, your next comedian. So funny, so wonderful. Clap your hands together for Josh Katsky. Thank you very much. Uh, Ian was talking a few comics ago about his anxiety. Uh, I deal with uh, anxiety attacks a lot of the time, so I asked a buddy of mine you know, for some advice because he deals with it too. And he told me, he's like, Josh, you know, just at the end of the day, man, it is what it is. So I'm cured. Uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. I, I hate phrases like that, like at the end of the day, it is what it is. Everything, everything's a journey now, which I hate. Like you're, you're not taking the ring to Mordor, you're Becky taking dick from an ex. Like it's, it's not a journey. I, I hate all these, there's so many of these phrases that I hate, like the, you know, do you guys know people where it's like 12.01 and they're like, oh, it's the morning now, good morning. It's like, dude, come on, at the end of the day, it's nighttime. I tried. If everyone gave me that reaction, I'd be so happy in my life. Uh, I shaved. Uh, I, I spent all day getting ready. I, uh, I spent like five minutes getting dressed, you know, ten minutes shaving, eight hours trying to clean beard hair out of my sink. It absolutely got nowhere. It's it's impossible. It's it's disgusting. Like you clean the top of the bowl, and then there's hair in the bottom, and then you clean the hair in the bottom of the sink, and there's hair on the top, and then you clean all of that, and there's hair in the fucking counter. Like I don't, it's the world's most disgusting game of whack-a-mole. Like I don't, I don't know how it works. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, it was a weird day though, you know, shaving. Like it was a weird day today. I saw my first gray pube. Um, I know, it's, I don't know. Everyone gets older though, right? Even the flashers. Ah, uh, there we go. I hate myself more than you do. Um, all right, I think it's weird that people protest against circumcision, right? Like people protest against circumcision because you're making that child's religious choice before they can grow up and make it themselves. But those people aren't protesting kids named Christian. It doesn't make any sense. I don't <laughs> really have, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, uh, there's, uh, you guys saw people are protesting Bud Light because there's like the gay pride flag on cans of Bud Light, which it, <laughs> I feel like we can use that to our advantage. Like, do you guys realize how insane it is that we found homophobes kryptonite? Like we found homophobe repellent. We just have to put, gay pride flags on stuff. Like, think about how great of a world we could have. We could just put, th think about how little domestic violence we'd have if we just put gay pride flags on cans of Paps Blue Ribbon. Think about how great of a world, how, how comfortable you'd be in November if we just put two dudes kissing on the voting booths. Think, think about it. What was, the, what was the third fucking one on this? 
Uh, oh, yeah, think about it. Like, I, I think we, get, you know, we, we do that for us, and then, you know, to give something back to them, what we can do is we just put uh, two dudes fucking each other on packs of cigarettes, right? Absolute, absolutely reduce the, the risk of lung cancer for them. I think that's doing something for them. Plus, I think it would be fun for us to just, like, watch these homophobes at a gas station, like, screaming at the clerk, and you're just like, I, I mean, I hate cigarettes too, but why are you speaking in British? Because there's a double meaning there. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know how to do this one quick, but uh, this is a fun way to end it. The FBI just released a video on what to do during a mass shooting. So that's fun, you know? Uh, it's called, um, it's, it's, called um, it's like run, fight, hide, or hide, fight, run. Um, if it's successful, they're going to release the sequel to that video, which is Don't Shoot People. Uh, so they're going to see which one works first. Um, how to speed this joke up. I think it's weird because, you know, you see things like this and you're always like, this is the worst that anything has ever been. Like, you see these videos, you're like, this is the worst thing that has ever been. And then you watch videos from the 80s and they're just like, Bert the Turtle says, when the Ruskies drop a nuke on your playground, duck and cover. So... Maybe it's always been this bad. Good luck next comic. Have fun. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yay, Josh. Josh Katsky. Yay. Hey, he runs a free show at the Silver Cloud. Is it Tuesdays or Mondays? Which is you switch it? It's Tuesdays at 7 o'clock at the Silver Cloud. A great lineup every single time. Check it out. Silver Cloud, Tuesdays, 7 o'clock. Free show. PoliteChuckleComedy.com. Check them out. Um, I love you, Josh. You're the best. Um, your next comedian, I love him also. He's so wonderful. He's one of the showrunners for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up, and you can see him on the crawl that'll be happening on the 16th and 17th this month. Get your tickets now. You get to hear him right now, everybody. Brady Pearson, yay! There is nothing we can do knowing me, knowing you. Oh my God, is this working? Okay. Lava takes me back. Well, happy Pride. Um, I hear there are a lot of straight guys have a lot of interest in it. So um, if you want any advice about taking it from the behind or looking from the behind, you're in the right place. You want to go to Soma. It's just a few blocks down. It is the first day of Pride, so if you don't laugh, it is a hate crime. Hello, how are you doing? Good? Okay. Fantastic. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Oh, no worries, I mean. There you go, blow your nose, too. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, it's very exciting, gentlemen. Um, so, okay, what do I want? Oh, okay. You know, so I just moved. Uh, are there here from San Francisco, anybody? San Francisco, where do you live? Yeah, you. Pacifica. Okay. Over there, okay. Um, anyone else? Where do you live? You live, you live where I live. I just moved to the tenderloin, right? Has everybody heard of the tenderloin, the TL, the loin? As I like to call it, the loin, it's, see, most people talk about the tenderloin as the best part of the meat, right? Like the most sacred, you know. And I can tell you where I live, it is the most savory slice of the loin. The streets are very well seasoned. Almost like, um, an umami flavor. 
I'm learning to live with it. I walked around the corner from the KFC. And this guy, he was just sitting there like the biggest pile of crystal meth I have ever seen in my life. And he was just pounding, like smacking and smashing. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing that in the wind. You're going to lose it all, man. That's drug abuse. My mama taught me better. She said, you should never do any drugs, never her whole life. She said, don't do it. I moved to San Francisco. She was all like, you should stop smoking the marijuana. It'll just get to you. It's like, Masha, whatever. And you know what? It just took cancer <laughs> to make her see it my way. The dark family history I have, you know. Um, does anybody remember, like, losing their virginity? Okay, now I have a question for you. If you know where it went, how did you lose it? It's just a question. I mean, I know exactly where I tossed my virginity. Thank you. And to this day, I say, thank you, Dad. Is that too much for the audience? They don't like. It's like well, I mean, it's it's gotta be right. Because sometimes, you know, homosex makes people feel uncomfortable and cocksucking. Does that make you guys uncomfortable talking about that or cocksucking things? Does anybody here like having their cock sucked? You like it? You do? Okay, good, good, good. So I have a question for you. Why do you, like, why do you give a shit for it? It's pride. Like, you fucking cocksucker. You should be like, yeah, you fucking cocksucker. You better get up here right now. Yeah. We just need to start doing the reach around for pride, okay? I say cocksucker, you say yeah, right? Cocksucker. Cocksucker. God, you know, I feel so much closer to you now. Because it's pride with a story of a little orphan named Fanny. And it goes a little something like this. <coughs> Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cock. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. Hodges on his chin, he'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Thank you. I'm Brady. Yay, Brady! It's a hard cock life for him. Your next comedian, he's just another lovely human being. We've got a rock block of just lovely people. Put your hands together for Sam West. Yay! All right, sex is in the air tonight. And a couple flies, it looks like. Those have been flies at Mutiny Radio tonight. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to come clean right away, guys. I, uh, I participate and use Pornhub. Yeah, but I don't think that's a bad thing on its own, you know? I think it's more about the ratio of porn to hub. You know, like some people do 100 to 0. That's definitely bad for you. But I'm rocking more like a 20 to 80, you know? Like I'll fuck around sometimes, have a good time, but I'm mostly there for the community. There's a big moral discussion going on at the Supreme Court. They're talking about the morality of state-assisted jobs, right? You know, like if you consent as an individual, 
for the government to end your life? Is that morally okay? But I think it's kind of weird to end, you know, or, or to start rather with the end, right? Like we, we should start with talking about state-assisted suicide attempts, you know? Like you should go to like, I don't know, they set up a government agency like the DMV, you know what I mean? You should go there with like a set of odds. Like give me a 50-50, you know, I live, I die. Then we'll work it, you know? Then we'll consider the whole thing. I, don't, I just think it's a little much to start with. Fuck it, I would do a life death. I'd do a 99-1 for the thrill of it, dude. I don't know. Maybe that's why they don't do it. Maybe, Or maybe it's because they're worried people are going to mix it up with their porn-to-hub ratio. You know, like, yeah, I'll do a 1 to 99. I want to live a good, long, respectable life. Life is so precious. I, uh, I was raised by uh, my dad for a while. It was just him and I, you know, growing up for a minute. And uh, it was pretty cool. I, uh... I will say, you know, it was a lot of fun, just guy time all the time, but I, I could never quite relate to people like I wanted to, you know, like I would, I knew a lot of people with a single parent, but it was always they had their mom, not their dad, you know, and I could never pull the same, like, uh, sympathy shit, you know, like I, I could never be a uh, daddy's boy, you know what I mean, your mommy's boys, you know, I don't know, I could never pull that off. My mother's so hardworking, this and that, I mean, I, I love that, don't get me wrong, but I, I could never milk being a daddy's boy. You had to be a father's son. Had to grow up quicker, you know? Dad, we doing macaroni and hot dogs tonight again? Yeah, all right, cool. You know, that was the, that was the extent. I'm just riffing here on my notes. Bear with me. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, man. That's, I hate, mom, I hate mommy's boys. Um, that's the real civil war I want to see. Give me father's sons versus mama's boys, dude. We will fuck them up. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not good with girls. I think it's erectile dysfunction. I think that's the root problem. I don't know. My dick just kind of acts like a cat now. It does whatever it wants. I uh, I don't know how to get diagnosed, though. Like, do I go to the doctor? You know, they, uh, Sam? Yeah? All right, come with me. Sit down. Dr. Nielsen's going to be in here in a couple minutes, and if he can't get you hard, no one can. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I'm, I'm uh, trying to stay off Instagram. You know, people saw a lot of bullshit on Instagram. Selling bullshit solutions to bullshit problems. You know, I saw this one guy who was trying to say everything I'm doing is backwards physically. Like my knees are designed to move the other way and I'm walking backwards, running backwards, swimming backwards. Everything's backwards. It's like, dude, I don't think I'm doing everything backwards, you know? Like off the top of my head, doggy style with my girlfriend. You know, because if I've been doing that backwards the entire time and she was supposed to be fucking me from behind... Well, I guess the good news is I at least figured out why I have erectile dysfunction. Uh. All right, I'll end it with a uh, short and sweet. I uh, was walking here, I saw a drag race in the middle of the street. I saw a drag race in the middle of the street. It blew my mind because until today, when I saw that, I had never seen someone in high heels run so fast before. All right, thank you guys. <laughs> have a good night. I'm Sam. Sam West, yay. You know what, I was actually thinking about that walking backward thing the other day. I was walking up a hill and I was thinking about cat's legs and how they bend a different way than ours and how we were, and so I'm, I'm like walking up this hill and I was thinking about you and your joke and I'm like, we really are, built, we're, really, we're really built the wrong way. And anyway, so your joke affected my life in a weird way. You're next, I was walking up the street to feed Lauren's cat actually. Um, and I was like, this, it would be so much easier if we walked the opposite direction. Anyway, if our knees were behind us. Your next comedian, I'm smoking off a vape pen, so yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. 
your next comedian. He's new to us here, and that's exciting. Put your hands together for James Vote. Yay! There is nothing we can do knowing me, knowing you. Thank you very much. Got a good group of comics today. You, know? you were talking about the P word. I don't really say that much often. The, uh, t- the other day, I said I referred to it ironically as a sniz. People don't really say that. I said it ironically. My friend said, what is that? And I said, it's a vagina. So he looked it up on Urban Dictionary. It said, sniz, vagina, comma, love bucket. Love bucket. Suddenly, P word doesn't sound so bad. (laughs) If you're with a girl and she refers to this as a love bucket, you're going to have a rough day. Just hope it's oiled. Anyway, a <laughs> uh, uh, couple years ago when I started doing comedy, my uh, parents saw my joke journal, and there were a lot of crude jokes in there, and they were like, James, how would you feel if your grandparents read those jokes? I was like, ah, great. Now I got to wait for my grandparents to die so I could do the jokes I want to do. Uh, two down, two to go. Anyway, uh, I was at my friend's country club. Today, down the valley, his parents have a country club. Those places are wild. You know, uh, as much as old white dudes advocate against gay marriage, they see no trouble in sitting together in a hot, steamy room with their cocks out. You know? One guy was just, uh, one guy in there was like, oh, can you believe this Pride Month shit? And he's just, he's just spread eagle on the fucking bench with his buddy next to him. But it was nice. I had my dick out. It was it was fun. It was re- it's it's like a gay release valve, you know. It's just get it all out. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but you know, everyone everyone's a little gay. Everyone's a little bit gay. We all have gay qualities. My gay quality is that when I'm in the shower, I spend way too much time on my asshole, like a lot of time, like forty five minutes. <laughs> Just that I've literally gotten a screwdriver and adjusted the uh, the water pressure on the nozzle, you know. And you know, my dad, he's a manly man. He has his gay traits too, you know. He uh, he's way into uh, he's really really into American Idol. And I don't know. He says off color shit sometimes. He's just like I don't understand pronouns. But when Sunday at eight a.m. Uh, eight p.m. rolls around, he's like <gasps> Idol's on. He skips into the living room. He gets so happy <laughs> for American Idol. Oh man, my uh, I don't know. I, I I I'm just getting here from Indiana, and in Indiana they have a uh, an odd attitude towards gay people, you know, and, and especially San Francisco as well. Like I was at my fr- I was with my friend at a bar, and uh, one of his friends came over and he said, "Hey, this is my friend Jimmy. He's from San Francisco." And he says, "He's from San Francisco. Don't bend over in front of him." Yeah. All right. That's dead forever, at least in the West. Anyway, <laughs> a joke does really well out there. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to tell us, uh, any virgins in the crowd? Any virgins? No? Yeah? All right. <laughs> you rang the bell. All right. Uh, this, this story kind of describes me as a whole, I guess. Uh, I lost my virginity my freshman year of college. And uh, it didn't go well. I was on Tinder. In my bio, I wrote comedian, which is really insulting to people that are actually comedians. And uh, 
well, this one girl said, what do I have to do to make you roast me? And I just wrote, head. And <laughs> surprisingly, it worked. I don't know how, but it worked. And so uh, I was really nervous beforehand, which meant I had diarrhea. <laughs> and I thought I wiped well. You know? So I go over there. She's riding me. She's riding me. She's riding me. I didn't know much. But I, uh, we get up to change positions, and there's just this massive skid mark on the bed sheet. <laughs> and to hide it, I placed her on top of the skid mark. <laughs> Here's the worst part of that story, though. Here's the worst part. I went back like a week later, and she didn't bring it up. So I guess she thought it was hers. <laughs> anyway, you folks are great. Thank you very much. James Vote, wow. That was an amazing story. <laughs> Poop. Um, so <laughs> those do look amazing, and I have uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna write you a check. You don't wanna go up you would be next, but you don't wanna go up you wanna relax for a second, right? Yeah. Let's let someone else go up first and then we'll since you just walked in the door. Um and we don't know um where our Galustian is yet, so that's okay. So we'll go. Um, but Daraj is here. Are you okay to go now? All right, put your hands together, everybody, for Daraj. Yay! There is nothing we can do. Damn, James, you need a bidet, dude. There are, there are two different aspects of that story, of that set, I mean, that required a bidet. First, the skid mark, and also you using the shower on your asshole. Like, both those problems could be solved with the bidet. I know they don't fuck with that shit in Indiana, but welcome to the West Coast, dude. Um, it's June. It's fucking June already. You guys believe that shit? It's weird, because like when the, the year starts, you're always like, hell yeah, dude. This is going to be my year. Then like when March is coming around, you're just like, all right, you know what? We're off to a little bit of a slow start, but uh, I can st we can still pick up some momentum, you know? Uh, th things could turn around. You never know. Then June hits and you're like, all right, it's not fucking happening. Like school's out, like the weather is getting nice, but you got to give up all your dreams. It's not happening for you in this 52-week period, dude. Give up. Give up. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. This is just, it's not in a good mood. But um, anyway, suicide. What's up with that? What is up with that? Nah, dude, like, um, well, when I was growing up, people used to say, like, people who commit suicide, are se um, they're selfish people because they leave other people with all these problems that they don't have to deal with. And I don't think that's true. And I know that's not true, actually, because I looked at the statistics. I looked at the statistics, and they said the most common day to commit suicide is on a Monday. Which is honestly kind of nice. Like, that's a nice gesture if you think about it. Because, like, if you kill yourself on a Friday, you really kill the mood for the weekend for everyone else. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, man, you still want to go to that concert? It's like, dude, Danny just killed himself. What the fuck is wrong with you? But you kill yourself on a Monday? You could probably go to your boss and be like, hey, like, my friend just killed himself. I need a couple days to process things. Maybe even a week. So, yeah, like... That guy wasn't selfish at all, man. He took one for the team. He was thinking about the squad when he put that fucking toaster in his bathtub. 
added over his head like, dude, this one is for the boy. Ride for the fam. All right, that joke worked better yesterday. I guess they were just more depressed than you guys. Fucking happy motherfuckers. I saw this movie, Four Brothers, Four Brothers, and um, the opening scene of this movie is this convenience store getting robbed, and um, it's like the, this, the, the, the owner of the convenience store is like an Indian dude, and like, you know, he's getting held at gunpoint, and then he's like, please don't kill me, and the, the robber is like, why the fuck do you, should we give you a break? Like, black people in America have had it wrong for 400 years, and it's like, I haven't been robbed at gunpoint before. But I don't know if that's, like, common practice to, like, give people a sociology lesson while you're robbing them. Like, I, I really hope that doesn't happen to me. Like, I'm getting robbed and they're just like, yeah, Chinese people in the early 1900s were often forced to work for railroads for below minimum wage. It's like, dude, just take my money. Just take my fucking money, dude. I don't need this. Uh, all right, what else we fucking got? Um... I had one other thing I wanted to do, but uh, this is all new, and this has not been going great. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, it's part of the game, Pam. Part of the game. Uh, pissing, pissing. You guys ever piss? Uh, none of you guys? Like, uh, I did this thing when I was a kid where, like, I, I'd grab a buddy, and we would, like, um, we would piss, but, like, our piss streams would form an X, and we'd get hyped. It's a lot of fun, man. You guys pissed before. You would know about it, but you haven't. Um, yeah, dude. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I really miss that about being a kid. I feel like as an adult, I could, like, step it up a notch, maybe make some other shapes, like a star or something. And that there, there is a little bit of risk with that. Like, you know, I think someone would definitely get a little bit of piss on them. But, like, who cares if you get a little bit of piss on you if you get to be part of something beautiful, you know? And, yeah, if you're not with me on that joke, fucking grow up, dude. Grow up. Being an adult means sometimes you get a little bit of piss on you while you're following your dreams. Thank you. Being adults, everyone, it's just... That was that was that was fantastic. Sometimes 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 you piss your pants. Uh, I haven't in a while. I drink a lot less than I used to. Your next comedian, so funny, so wonderful, just uh, brought the new. We got posters for the comedy crawl. I'm so excited. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Emily Rudolph. Yay! Hello, everybody. Um, I can pee a star into the sand, but I was too embarrassed to tell him. Yeah, I can make a sea star. You get it? Because I use my sea. Never mind. I thought about that in there. Can I say the C word on the radio? Because I use my, you know, cunt. Anyway, okay, we're moving on. Moving on. Not a good joke. Just thinking about things in my head. Smoke too much weed. Um, I turned 30 this week, so <laughs> thank you. Uh, you guys have been like the best crowd to celebrate my birthday with ev ever. Between like all the celebrations and then the funny shit you guys posted on my Facebook. Someone I, a comedian I met recently just posted old with five exclamation points. And I was <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I guess this is my life now. 
Um, yeah. So Wednesday, I woke up with a man in my bed. It's Raphael. And Thursday, I woke up with a man in my bed in back pain. So cool. I'm 30. Yeah. Lauren looks like she understood. It was relatable. Not funny, but relatable. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I grew up in the Southwest, and I'm, I'm tired of uh, people acting like I'm, I don't season my food, you know? I've been inviting new friends over for dinner, trying to meet new people. And they keep showing up with their own little tiny salt and pepper. It's rude. Don't appreciate it. And then when I go home to Arizona, it's just like, stop trying to make white food cultural. You know what I mean? Like, I, d I don't know how to tell my mom, just because you dumped half of a Safeway Hispanic foods aisle into a casserole dish and called it white bean chili, like, you're not fucking Gordon Ramsay, okay? And this isn't, like, on-the-border chili. And uh, you know what Gordon Ramsay and white bean chili do have in common? Both are better-enjoyed fucking spicy. I'm tired of it. It bothers me. Um, that joke needs work, but there's something in there. I don't know what it is. I'm not giving it up. <laughs> do you guys remember the uh, worst job you've ever had? Yeah, cool. Cool, good talk, you guys. Um, I, <laughs> I used to work at a call center, and that was awful. It was the closest I've ever been to like society's most deranged people, you know. Besides my walk here, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and like <laughs> it was interesting, you know. Working at a call center felt like when you when there's no other restaurants open, right? And you DoorDash McDonald's. Have you ever done that at 2 a.m. And you wait like an hour for your food and then half of it shows up, you know, it's part missing and it's cold. Like both were uh, fattening and devoid of joy, but at least there was food on my table. It was a sad period of my life. And <laughs> after like a year of working at this place, they promoted me to live chat and like celebrated it, you know? I was like, woo, like you don't get any more money, but people are gonna type out their verbal abuse to you now, so. That was nice, kind of. Um, I This guy came online one day, and he just started yelling at me, like, over type, like, lots of all caps and exclamation points, just, like, demanding a hamburger. You know, like, give me a fucking hamburger, bitch. It was rude. And I added my manager, and I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm tired of this. I don't know how to handle this guy. And he starts looking up hamburger ingredients on Google and sending him pictures of, like, each one by one, bun, lettuce. We're making a sandwich together. And it calmed him down. The chat slowed down, and then the guy just writes back, no pickles, please. Yeah. That was weird. Um, yeah, growing up in the Southwest gave me a very particular set of interests, you know? Hey, Pam. Like, uh, I, I have a really deep appreciation for the great outdoors. I love Mother Nature. Um, to the point where I would say Mother Nature reminds me a lot of my own mom. Unbelievably beautiful, but wildly unstable. I like that one. It's my Mother's Day joke. Um, yeah, it's a lot of particular interests, you know? Like, I also am really into good, uh, a good reverse cowgirl. Gets me going. What about you guys? Yeah? Not the sex position. I just, I really like trans cowboys. Gets me hot. Okay, that was cool. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Pam.
Emily Rudolph, everyone. Yay. That Mother Nature joke in the first cut. Those were good jokes. I have a good show, Lauren. You have a show tonight? You have a, sh you have a show tonight? You have a show tonight? Oh, have a good show at Mo Green's. Okay. Um, hey, put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Art Galusian. Yay. There is nothing we What's up, Crowd of Five? I love it. Happy belated. Or is it? It's not today, is it? No. Okay. Happy belated. That's awesome. Um, I'm Armenian. Any Armenians here? No? I guess the genocide worked, huh? <laughs> not enough. <laughs> Almost worked. Uh, I, yeah, I was born in Armenia, grew up in Russia, and then I moved here. And I remember coming to America, and it was scary because I didn't know English, right? So I was like, fuck, I'm going to go to, I'm going to start middle school, I'm going to get bullied. So I remember telling my grandma this. I was like, grandma, I'm scared, I'm going to get bullied. And then she goes like, well, you're a smart kid. At least you know what's going to happen. I was like, what do I do, grandma? She's like, I have no friends. Like, how am I going to practice my English? She's like, why don't you just watch a lot of TV, Right? You're going to hear people talk English on TV. You'll start picking up on the language. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do that. So I did that all summer long. But it was the weirdest thing because I swear I was starting to understand people on TV. But then when I would try to talk to people in real life, they were just thinking that I was making up words. Like it got to a point where my parents were starting to think I became autistic or something. <laughs> Turns out I spent the entire summer watching Telemundo. Spanish channel. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Very funny. All right, what'd you say? Did they act out? The weather girls? See, what happened was I was flipping through the channels and I saw those hot weather girls. I was like, no, mama's way. All right, let's do some other shit. I, uh, I've been doing bad at work and it got to a point where like I might get fired. So the manager's like, what's going on? And I have to be honest with her. I was like, you know, I've been like low-key depressed, like I have anxiety, I feel fatigued, I'm unmotivated, and she's like, that sounds pretty serious, you should go get some help. Uh, so I did, so I went and got some Adderall, and it's been working. I got more shit done in two weeks than I have like the entire year. Uh, she's way happier with me now. Uh, but like Adderall is really like meth, right? They just like fucking prescribe meth. So I don't understand, how are these meth heads homeless? Because I feel like I would have been like the president by now if I was doing like full-blown meth. Oh shit, Jack Weiler. What's up, dude? It's also it's also almost his birthday. I uh <laughs> I love I love seeing women penetrate male dominated career fields. Equality. That's all. I'll do some old jokes. Uh I was talking to my friend recently and he was like, Why are you still single? And I was like, you know what? I think it's cause I keep shooting my shot at women that are out of my league. So it's not a big pool to choose from, right? Because I shoot my shot for women out of my league. And he goes like, I don't think that's it. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, you're bold and short. Everybody's out of your league. <laughs> uh, this is going great. Uh, <laughs> this is going great. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? <sighs> um... I don't know. I don't know. How you doing, Sam? Good. Good. All right, let's let's leave with something that may work, but probably won't. What do you think? No. Should I just leave now? All right, I got a laugh. I'm done. Thank you. Bye. Yeah.
York Alustian. At least your new beard looks good. Yay! Your new beard. Yay! That was lovely. <clears throat> okay. There's three comedians left. Yay! Uh, and I'm going to... You, you guys, if you're going to Mo Greens, it's fine. I'm not going to force you to stay. But it does start at eight, but you're fine. But there's three comedians left. Uh, and I'm going to do jokes. Yay! Okay, hi. Hi, hi, Sebastian. Are you ever going to get up on stage? Are you just such a connoisseur? You just love coming to open mics? Is, this, is there a weird, like, perverse thing that you're getting out of you? Because we're not good. Like, are you, but you like it. I mean, you keep coming back. Is it because I look so cute today? Like, clap it up for my outfit, please. Thank you. How cute is it? How do I keep finding cute clothes? I know it's ridiculous. It's because I never threw anything away. <laughs> this is seriously like from this is expressed from like 1991. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> that has no meaning to anyone here. Okay, just saying they're really old clothes. I don't change size. I'm the same size I've always been. Cool. I feel like you know all of my jokes now. This is Sebastian, you guys. Do you know that he's a real person? Yay! Thank you for continuing to come here. Are you? You're French. No. I keep thinking that you have like an accent. It's because you never talk, so I'm just imagining what you sound like. No? Okay. <laughs> I assumed you were French because your name was Sebastian. No? Am I embarrassing you? Why do you come to these things? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just secretly playing, praying that you have a crush on me, but that's not, that's not possible. Because uh, I'm so lonely. I masturbate to podcasts. Okay. Let me do like an old joke that I haven't run in a long time. I just ran Death Metal Poet last night though. Shit, I'm trying to think of my old stuff. I have a lot of old story jokes. I'll run bears. I have to run bears right now. We're all San Francisco locals. You've seen it out on the, the new bus shelters. New bus shelter ads. There's three of them. Smokey the Bear featured. Only you can prevent forest fires. Three different Smokey the Bears. Each one of them uniquely hot. Smokey the Bear, pants, no shirt, with his hairy chest and sexy bear arms, stacked, built, got a shovel. He's looking like the newest member of the village family. Village, what are they called? The village people. I'm sorry, I'm nervous because Jack has a show now, so I'm trying to impress him because he hasn't booked me yet. And I'm like, I gotta be actually funny because he's never gonna book me. So I'm trying to impress him, and of course I'm sucking right now by not being funny. And that's good, and it's so fun when Sean laughs at you because I know he's not laughing with me, he's laughing at me. I know that you're purposely being like, look at Pam, eat a dick, it's so fun to watch. It's so fun, isn't it? Okay. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty true, come on. Uh, I do have funny jokes I've written, though. The Village People is the name of that group that Smokey the Bear is now going to be in. Smokey the Bear, shirt, no pants. Yogi the Bear, pants, no shirt. Too young to know who Yogi the Bear is. Pooh Bear, shirt, no pants. Paddington Bear, fully clothed. Suspenders, jaunty hat. Charmin Bears, completely naked but they shit indoors. Does a bear shit in the woods? Apparently not. Where was this commercial filmed? Not San Francisco. 
people shit in the street here. <laughs> Bears shit in toilets. Okay. The only fully clothed, fully, uh, the only fully naked bear I've ever seen on a toilet is Cocaine Bear. And that's the nickname of the Coke dealer in the bathroom of Moby Dick's in the Castros. Don't tell him you saw me here. I owe him 40 bucks. Okay. I hate comedy so much, I can't even explain it to you. You'll learn. You, you've, been, you've been doing this for like six months. You must know how soul-sucking this is for me. You know, right? You've seen me cry in the bathroom. I know you have. All right. Two more comics. Just remember, I always listen to all of your sets every single time, and it's very rare that people actually listen to my sets, and then they don't book me because they don't think I'm funny. But I am funny. It's just that when I tell jokes in front of them, I get nervous because I'm trying to impress them. So that's how that works. Okay, and I'm trying to impress 23-year-olds, which is fucking stupid because I have two master's degrees. All right. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Jack Weiler. Uh, I have anxiety. You can't tell. <laughs> I actually just got my blood drawn and I was shaking really hard in the chair. And now I'm still shaking a little bit. That didn't make it better. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I actually got hospitalized once for my anxiety because uh, I thought I was having a heart attack. And I don't know if you've ever wished you were having a heart attack. Because you sit in that chair for like four hours and they poke and prod at your body and put the sensor hole over you just because you were afraid that the Chipotle you ate yesterday was might might be bad. Okay, that was a dumb premise. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah. Then they pump you with Ativan, which immediately makes you relaxed and makes you want Chipotle. You're like, I don't know. It could be from like the corner of the street. <laughs> Sebastian could have licked it on his way here. <laughs> it wouldn't really matter. <laughs> I'd still want to eat it. Um, yeah, I have really bad body dysmorphia, uh, which if you didn't know, primarily affects anyone who's ever seen a photo of themselves. Because uh, the first time I saw a photo of my side profile, I uh, immediately started saving up for a nose job. I was 11, and my mom was like, that'll be a lot of lawn mowings, Jack. So I, uh, I went to the next best place I could, the Mall Santa. He was like, what do you want for Christmas this year, young man? And I was like, for a minimally invasive rhinoplasty on my upper cartilage. And then he just stood up, ripped off his beard, and was like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. Fun. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I was really insecure growing up because when I was a freshman in high school, I was 4'11", which means I was in the 0.05th percentile of fucking bitches and getting money. That's Everyone else was getting hand jobs and... My dick was too small to even fit in my hand. I was pinching it like it was a little pencil. Sebastian almost laughed there. That was nice. I, uh, yeah, I kind of felt like Alec Baldwin just shooting blanks until one day one slipped out at the wrong time. Right, there we go. I'll take that as a win. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I know what else I can do. I, uh, I did get dumped recently, uh, but my ex-girlfriend, she preferred to call it breaking things off. I was like, I'm sure OJ would prefer to call it tough love, but we all know that he was just a mean teammate. That's what it was with him. Yeah. I uh, My love language was honest and open communication. 
So uh, when she told me she left to go to Italy with her girlfriend Adrian, her girlfriend Adrian, her boyfriend Adrian, her ex-boyfriend Adrian, uh, I just started jerking off on the phone. I was like, honesty is the best policy in this situation. You are absolutely right. I love looking at Sean's beady eyes. Sean, are you up next after me? I'm super excited to see your set. This is going to be awesome <laughs> for you. Every time I see Sean, it makes me really happy because I know that there's still hope that in seven years I have that much hair because no, not for me. Are your parents bald or no? No? Your dad's hair is long, longer? Longer than what you have now? Blonde? So where did the Goldilocks come from? No, you don't know? There's Oh, that's nice of you. I don't know. Sebastian, do you live around here? Are you in the area? Because I feel like I see you at literally every show I've ever been to. Oh, 20 minutes away? From San Francisco? So you just come in and, and hit all the mics? In one night. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to take that that laugh of despair and leave. <laughs> Jack Weiler, everyone. And your last comedian. Don't get comedy pneumonia. It's Sean Dara. I just, uh, I feel the need to address that earlier. I was not laughing at you. That was laughing at the boldness of you actually saying that out loud. So, that was no hate. I don't know why you think I root against you. I wanted to start off awkward by saying that, but I don't understand. <laughs> I don't root against anyone. Okay. Make it worse. Tell my actual joke. I um, am going to be reading notes, by the way. I apologize. My check engine light uh, has turned on. And I, I hate that light because, for one, it's just like telling me to check it like I'm not useless. Like, I have to, or I don't know how to tie or put on a tie unless I look up a video made by a teenager. And you expect me to know the inner workings of a car? I, I like the the maintenance required light a lot more. Because it could just say, change my oil, but it instead just gives you the benefit of the doubt that you're going to find a real man to fix your car. All right, I don't know where I went with the end of that one. But also, uh, the other my other issue with that light is it's, it's just so vague. Because as soon as I saw that light turn on, all the things that are going through my head are just that, like, I'm going to have to start selling my stuff and plan to move back with my parents and return my dog to the pound. But then I go to the mechanic and he just tells me after two minutes that I didn't twist my gas cap on all the way. Now why, are th why is that the same light? 
Why aren't those separate? Because it's like, like if I go into the doctor and I'm like, oh, my leg hurts. And they come in, like, would they come and tell me and be like, oh, I think we've limited it to either you'll never be able to walk again. We're going to need to remove your leg immediately. Or your shoe's a little loose. Can't be sure which. Right. No, you come up here and you try. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll, I'll read through this one real quick. They say you should never forget where you came from. But where I came from is terrible. There's a ton of meth. I don't... I don't want to remember where I came from. Like, if you could tell me right now you'd be able to remove 18 years of my life from my memory, I might be able to actually have a conversation without feeling like I need to die right after. I don't know how to end that one. I'm just riffing. Okay. Well, thank you. Pam, I don't hate you. I hope you know. <laughs> but thank you. Sometimes it's just therapy. Yay. Um, I forget your name. Cullum? Coolin. Okay, this is Coolin's second time ever. Okay, Coolin, go. Yay. Uh, my name is Coolin. Uh, as you just heard, uh, this is my second time ever here. Uh, well, I've been here. Second ever performance. Thank you until after I start bombing. Um, I, you guys, so do you guys know about like kind of the AI art thing with, there's like, like you can make images of, of people and, and kind of things. I honestly, they, like, they make pictures of like people with like fucked up fingers, but other than that, they look really good. Uh, I'm not super excited for AI art. I think it's gonna tear apart a lot of like good hard work that goes into art, but uh, I am excited for politicians to be able to just start lying again start claiming that images of them are are uh, AI generated I'm waiting for the moment that whoever the next next uh, Bill Clinton is is gonna slip on that slip on that extra finger just to go fuck his secretary <laughs> um, <laughs> that was most of what I uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Um my my name is Coolin. It's it's an odd name. I'm not from anywhere interesting though. My parents are just hippies. Uh <laughs> I've said that one every time I've gone up here and I will keep saying it in the future. <laughs> um shit, I had I had something in my head that I uh, I kind of forgot what it was. Um all right, that, that's probably been been enough of my time. Thank you. I, I just really want to talk about the politicians thing. I just want politicians to start lying again. I think that that's when it was fun. Yay, Coolin! Yay, you did it. You got up again. Yay! It's hard to do, and you did it. Uh, we all did it together tonight. Thank you for being here. And uh, I run the docs. I run the door at Doc's Clock tonight. So if anybody wants to come by and hang out and get a drink, I'm. That's it's a bar on Mission Street. It's just a cool dive bar that I work at sometimes.
Um, yay! Thanks for being here. Um, on Sunday we have a sh- well. Saturday we have Hotel Utah to Sunday we have, ho- or no, Saturday we have caf- Atlas Cafe at two. Sunday we have Hotel Utah at six, and then next week we have all of our regular programming. But we have on the sixteenth and seventeenth a comedy crawl. So check that out. And uh, thanks for being here. Bye. Yes. This is Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy. Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate 2 to $5 on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Hold on. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. It's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that 
laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not, true entertainment has brought us a savior in who's that live.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to whosthatlive.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true. First Sundays of every month, join your friends from Mutiny Radio at Hotel Utah on 4th and Bryant. 5 p.m. first Sundays for free comedy. Is San Francisco getting you down? Is everything too expensive? Not first Sundays of the month at Hotel Utah for free comedy with Mutiny Radio. Incredible lineups every month with the best comic comedians from around the Bay. Join your friends trying to keep things affordable for free comedy first Sundays of the month. Hotel Utah, 4th Street. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when... The... Comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. Dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. Two seven eight one twenty first Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here in Dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Best Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need. Ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. 
every Saturday, or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in the whistle, but not too much. And Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. Take it with the freezers. Freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. <laughs> in a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that who's that? Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Come to OMG on Savory 6th Street for DGIF. Thank gods, it's funny. Every third Friday at OMG, check us out. Free shows, great drink specials, hilarious comics. Every Friday, San Francisco, gouging ya. Here we go, free comedy with Mute Radio. You know you love us. Third Fridays of every month, OMG, 6th Street. Come on out with your friends. Mutiny Radio, T-G-I-F at O-M-G.
Have a lot of fun. 